Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, we should mention, uh, we were just speaking with Keenan Loomis, of course, from the Chamber of Commerce, about uh, the steel industry here in Hamilton and how this is going to be impacted by this tariff announcement. Uh, we have reached out to uh, both of them, and uh, they said, uh, well, I'll paraphrase it, they said they're not quite ready to make public statements on this just yet. They're trying to, I guess, uh, you know, just digest what's gone on here and, and try to understand the impact that it's going to have. And there will be an impact, to be sure. But uh, I guess they have to be a little guarded in their response here because we need to keep in mind, especially from the ArcelorMittal uh, DeFasco element, that ArcelorMittal also has plants down in the States. And I guess there's going to be some uh, conference calls going back and forth to understand just what's going to happen. But to be clear, the federal government in this country, and including the prime minister, uh, are very concerned about this. We find ourselves the target of punitive tariffs on Canadian aluminum and steel under pretext of a 232 national security provision. Let me be clear. These tariffs are totally unacceptable. Uh, and again, that's that, that reference that uh, the Prime Minister was making to was uh, Trump's assertion that there's a national security issue here. Uh, you can take that for what it's worth. There are some who think that, that, that the U.S. action is illegal. Uh, that would have to be determined by a, a, some sort of a court or the World Trade Organization or somebody, I guess. But in the meantime, we have to deal with this. Joining us to talk about the implications is Walid Herjazi, who is an Associate Professor of Economic Analysis and Policy and Academic Director at the Rotman School of Management at the University of Toronto. Professor, thank you so much for the time. It's great to have you on the show today. It's my pleasure. We, we don't want to be alarmist here, but I guess how the overriding question right now, Professor, how concerned should we be about this? Very concerned. So as we all know and all your listeners know, Donald Trump makes big, big statements, but rarely carries through with those statements. And when he ran for president, he talked about how he's going to go after Mexico and China, and he never really did that. Then he attacked the NAFTA, and we never thought we would be at this point. We thought it was just rhetoric. But he threatened Canada, Mexico, Europe, and China. He basically told them, we're going to have tariffs on aluminum steel imports into the U.S. unless you give the U.S. concessions in your trade relationship. So he really blackmailed all of his trading partners, thinking they would succumb to the pressure. And, you know, as a sovereign nation, you know, Justin Trudeau and um, uh, Christia Freeland, I think, are doing a fabulous job. You simply can't succumb to this kind of a pressure. This doesn't work in international diplomacy. The fact that we've come this far, I think, will potentially, at the beginning of a protracted trade war, possibly. When you hear these terms... The, 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 I think the image that's conjured up in a lot of our minds is that these are the sorts of things you impose on somebody who, who, you, who is considered to be a, a political enemy or an economic enemy. Sanctions, uh, tariffs against uh, North Korea, against Russia for some of the egregious things that they have done. Is, is there a precedent here at all, Professor, for a country like the United States imposing these tariffs on quote-unquote friendly nations? Yeah, your, your insights, Bill, are smack on. So typically when countries misbehave, we impose these kinds of tariffs to punish them because engaging in the global economy is beneficial. Yes, in the aftermath of the 1929 financial market collapse, one of the many factors that took the, the global economy from the financial crash into the depression was protectionism. That's in 1929. And again, in the early 2000s, in 2002, George Bush implemented 
tariffs on steel imports from the U.S. that end up costing the U.S. about 200,000 jobs. But George Bush responded quickly and eliminated those tariffs quickly. Let's see if Donald Trump does the same. Well, let's talk about the impact. I think, you know, we want to get in, obviously, and where our first concern is going to be the impact it's going to have on us, especially here in Hamilton. Uh, you know, we've got two major steel producers. You know, Stelco just trying to get back on their feet now. Uh, and, and, you know, there's been some positive signs about what's happening there since Bedrock purchased them. But this is, this is, this is going to bring these guys to their knees. I mean, this is going to have a negative impact on the Canadian steel industry in general, is it not? Yeah, and uh, this is not good news, and I feel terrible for all of the people that work in the steel industry because you think, you know, good families, good jobs, you know, working really hard to put food on the table for the families, and then for political reasons, you have this gentleman in Washington making these policies that are completely misguided and disrupt the prosperity of all of the people in Hamilton where the steel industry is concentrated. Absolutely. I mean, they must not have slept last night, and I I have tremendous sympathy for them. Uh, But I think this speaks to a broader issue, Bill, is the idea that Canada, the United States are our number one trading partner, and it will be for a long time. But we need to develop trading relationships with other countries so that when this happens with the United States, all of the good people of Hamilton aren't so negatively affected. Because I, I think it's going to be quite dramatic. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.